You're listening to another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. Gotta feels good. This is episode number 42. We are talking about sleep. We're talking about waking up early. And we're going to dive into a little bit of the Mamba mentality. We hope you guys enjoy this episode with Corey and myself. If you have an extra second, dive on down into our iTunes, leave us a rating and a review, and always discover the warrior within. Bones, my friend. Hey, my guy. Man, it's so wonderful to hear your voice. Thank you. You heard it last night. Is it just always wonderful to hear my voice? Yeah, I mean, I wish you wouldn't have made it weird like that, but yeah, it's normally pretty nice. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I gotta to say, I gotta say one thing. What's up? Finished Togo today. Oh, oh. How was it? Um, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, mm-hmm. Made me want to hug Annie. Yeah, it'll do that to you. Any, I mean, you know where it goes. Like it's a dog film, and yeah. so you know where it goes. And they really hit all the emotions. It was a beautiful ending too. It wasn't super sad. No, that's what I was telling was you. Like it's just not like, sad. Yeah, it is, but it's not. It's not. It doesn't end the way like you think it would. Like you this isn't going to end the way you think. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. But like, yeah, it's a beautiful ending. Like, we don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, I guess. But uh, yeah, uh, it really, for me, it opened my eyes of like, man, there's always more to the story. Like, so we all know who Balto is, or right. a lot of people. Balto's very famous, but there's yeah. always another story that probably might be hidden or un, un like uncovered. So that was like, it was. That's why I loved it. Yeah, it there's there's another. Away. There's another. Sky. <laughs> no one's going to get that, but okay. What are we talking about? So today? I'm super happy to say we have, we are wrapping up our first trilogy of sorts on the weekly warrior podcast. Hmm. Uh, the last two weeks we've been talking about Achilles heels, um, specifically what my Achilles heel was, what Connor's Achilles heels was heel was, and now we're going to talk about what your Achilles heel is. Mine's um, Achilles heels. Let's do it. So, uh, yeah. What is your Achilles heel, Bones? My Achilles heel is sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's waking up early. That's my Achilles heel. Waking up early. Waking okay. up. Tell me, yeah. well, tell me more. So waking up early. Early is so subjective, isn't it? So I think waking up and attacking the day is appropriate. That's a fair assessment. Okay. All right. Okay. So you would say it's not just getting up. It's like getting up and then taking advantage of the time in the morning and like yes. making it your bitch. Yeah, that's. I think that's even better than I would say it. Yeah. Taking advantage <laughs> of the morning. Yeah okay all right so tell me a little bit about that i want to so why is this your achilles heel well i in the, my past my jobs have been pretty early in the morning with coaching at five thirty or seven thirty, and that's pretty early and i guess there my mornings have always been rushed 
Mm-hmm. So I would wake up with just enough time to brush my teethies, do my bathroom stuff, and then grab like a breakfast like on the road, grab it as I'm going out the door, or like stand and eat some cereal or something, and just like we're going. Time throw go it in work. and go. Yeah. Yeah. Just throw it in. <laughs> Toss it in her and, and let's get the day going. Like there was no slow morning. I've experienced this before. Jess is really good at it. She always gets up early and has a slow morning. And I've done that with her quite a bit. Yeah. And that's nice. And I think that's what brought awareness to this. Like, man, that's there's a, so much time in the morning. Yeah. That I don't take advantage of. Right. Yeah. So waking up not taking advantage of the morning but you're used you've had experience with getting up early yeah. um this is a fun conversation for me because getting up early is one of the things that i'm really good at yeah um, yeah, yeah this is perfect <laughs> so, so we won't understand each other at all it's great i can't wait to understand <laughs> you more i'm so excited <laughs> to understand you more oh. um so there it's fair to say, right, that there's some benefits to waking up early. Um, I think we could both say, like, regardless of how we feel about waking up early or anyone feels about waking up early, there are some benefits to it. What, what would you say? I don't know. What, like, what would a benefit be of waking up early? Be? Of waking up early? Are we doing benefits of waking up early or benefits of sleeping? Let's t- I mean, let's yeah, let's talk about benefits of waking up early. Oh, OK. Um, well, just like I said, I think there's a lot of that extra time in the morning to get that stuff done. Um, so I guess that's what, that's what frustrates me the most because waking up early is that show of strength in our society, especially, you know, like everybody knows of a dad or their dad that gets up early and like mows the lawn and like does all this shit and like comes inside and like your dad, like, Oh, you're fine. You're just waking up now. eh? It's like eight thirty AM. It's like, Oh, finally getting up and at him. And uh, it's just like that show of strength, I guess. And like, you know, the early bird gets a worm. It's the hustler's attitude. Get up and get going with your day. And uh, yes, and all that extra time. So waking up early, let's say 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world is a lot quieter. Businesses, you know, it's not open for the day yet. Yes. Because it's it's dark outside. It's probably cold or cooler. Like the mm-hmm. bed is comfy. It's warm. It's a great situation to be in. Yeah. You know, um, but getting up at that time you realize that yeah, the world is quieter. I can get shit done right now. So what mm-hmm. am I working on? Let's put an hour into it. I can go work out right now. And then after I'm off my job, I have the evenings to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So that's like, there's that extra, extra time in the morning to do this. Yeah. I got to agree. I think that with like, I look at it exactly in the very similar way as no one is going to bother you at five thirty AM. Mm-hmm. Whereas fast forward to 5.30 p.m. or 5 p.m., my phone, I know, so I have a work cell phone that's buzzing still at 5 p.m. And it's so hard for me to, like, detach and disconnect from that in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And plus, at the end of the day, like, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And throwing on top of that, my work schedule can be, you know, we're talking real life problems. Work schedule can be random sometimes so there might be nights where i don't get out of work until six seven eight um mm-hmm. whereas at five thirty, nobody's gonna bother me i'm yeah. not gonna be working i'm 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 either sleeping or i'm waking up to do whatever these things are so i couldn't agree more with the it's a lot more quiet in the morning and 
people just aren't going to bother you at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's peaceful. Mm-hmm. They like even if you don't have work to do, so you don't want to go work out. Yeah. So waking up early is is quiet. I mean, yeah, we've established that, but you can enjoy that slow morning yeah, by yourself yeah, yeah. or with your partner, watch yeah. the sunrise. I know? think that yeah, some OJ. Right. Exactly. I think that the mornings when I don't like on a rest day, like uh, yesterday was a rest day, and I still woke up at like five. Mm-hmm. Um, got up, was able to do some like I read for a little while. And it, yeah. was, and it was quiet and it was really nice. And then, you know, I made breakfast. So um, there was no rush. It was really nice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's benefits either way to waking up at that point or at that time. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I would say um, for me, a big benefit is like mental clarity. So mm. when you when you first wake up and I'm sure a lot of people experience this. There's a little bit of that like haze, like, oh, as you stumble into the bathroom and you go do your business or whatever. (laughs) But uh, like 10 to 20 minutes after I start waking up, um, that is the time of the day where I don't have a lot of burdens. Mm -hmm. Um, So like I'm fresh, I'm ready to go. Um, The motivation is there. The willpower is all there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It's not as much of a, I don't have to think about this. This is like automated mental clarity. Um, and I can just be really focused on whatever task it is. So I think that's a big benefit to being up early in the morning too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very, I think it's a really good time to de-stress. So as, as like a adolescent, like a young adult or a teenage boy, like we, even girls, I guess, but I've read it about boys is that, they want to stay up late at night because that's a time where no one's bothering you. You can just play video games with your friends or just yep. stay up, watch whatever you want on TV. No one's bothering you. Nothing is expected of you. Yeah. And that's a great time to de-stress for that age group. So as we get older, um, that kind of goes away because of work and things like this. So that time can transfer. So you would think that sleeping would be a good de-stressor and it can right. be um, if you really need your sleep, but also a great thing and a great practice would be getting up early and yes. having that time to de-stress yep. um, and not even put like a burden on yourself to like, okay, now it's time to get up and be a hustler and go do my side gig at mm-hmm. 5 a.m. Like just get up, have the extra time to like what you said, enjoy the quiet. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think for me, the other cool thing about waking up early is it kind of forces you to prioritize your sleep, which then forces you to prioritize your health in general. Cause if you're making it a point to be the type of person that wakes up at four 30 or five in the morning to do whatever it is you're choosing to do, the chances are you're going to bed earlier. Um, which means you're probably getting more sleep. Um, and then at the same time you have less excuses. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. less excuses that early in the morning. Like, what else are you doing? You know? Um, so I like for me, especially that's really big. You have to prioritize other aspects of your health to, to make that a priority. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think we don't want to sacrifice sleep just for the sake of getting up early. Mm -hmm. Um, cause sleep is super important in itself. This is kind of, they kind of go against each other, but yeah, you're totally right. You have to prioritize sleep if you want to get this done correctly. Yeah. 
So like that's a I think that's a really good segue into uh, you were yeah man you were thinking you were reading my mind man <laughs> you're goddamn reading my mind. It's a really good segue into why sleep is good. Why is it yeah. good for us? Tell us tell tell us a little bit about what it does for us, what it does for our bodies. Yeah, well, wow, what a great segue. Um, it helps reduce stress, and we were just talking about stress, and stress yep. makes everything worse. Yep. So it doesn't matter if it's physical or mental or emotional. It makes it worse. If you have an injury, so say you broke your ankle and it's yes. swollen um, mm-hmm. and you're in the early stages of your recovery and you're stressed out because you have to walk up you have to get up a bunch of stairs and get down a bunch of stairs. You have to go to classes. You have to pay your bills, but you have this broken ankle. Your recovery yeah. time for that ankle might be prolonged because you have this extra stress. It just makes everything worse. Um, so getting a good night's sleep repeatedly over and over while you're in this recovery stage using this example, this is going right. to help speed up this recovery process because you have this reduced stress. And I think getting that good night's sleep is crucial for anybody. Even if you don't have a broken ankle, it just, we all have stress. Even if we don't realize it, we're all holding it somewhere in our bodies. It's, it's just coming at us, you know, yeah. and that's something we all have to deal with. And sleep is a great way to do that. And I think the best tip for me for a good night's sleep is uh, it's helped me was the room darkening shades. Mm-hmm. Like that has been huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always sleep with like a noise box. Usually it's like a rain thing on my phone. Um, and then a nice cuddly dachshund in your bed. <laughs> that's, that's my best tip. The little, the little wiener. Yeah. There's a nice little weenie to keep, uh, keep you nice and warm <laughs> and cuddled. Yeah. I think that one of the things I, I mean, I know from experience and I think a lot of people that are listening can probably relate is as athletes or people who stay active, sleep is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know, I don't know about you, but when I don't sleep enough, my, and I'm working out consistently, my body feels it, my muscles feel it. I mean, mm-hmm. in general, when I'm not doing that enough, that's in the past what has led to a lot of injury. So, um, when I go to the gym and I'm gassed because I'm not sleeping right is a lot of times when an injury will happen. Um, so I think that just compounds on, yeah, it's a stress reliever. And on top of that, like you said, it aids in just general recovery. Um, mm-hmm. in, in, on top of, you know, if you have a injury, it's just general muscle recovery, which yeah, you can, you can probably speak a lot more to that than I can. Yeah, for sure. Actually, that was a, now, man, we're just full of great segues. Because <laughs> goddamn it, I'm going to segue right into the. It, it enhances our recovery for building muscle. Yeah. Um, so when we sleep, we go through the different stages of sleep. So uh, stage one is where you're first dozing off, and you're kind of still awake, but you're you're definitely not fully conscious. You can be easily awoken back to back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's stage one. Stage two is when we fall into a light sleep, but our brain and our brain activity starts to slow down, but we're still not really immersed in deep, restful sleep, um, which is stage three. Um, so this is the deep restorative stage that we want to get to. Um, and blood supply to the muscles increases because we're relaxed and our vessels can dilate. So with blood comes nutrients and recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's great for muscle building. Um, and also HGH, human growth hormone, is released into the system. And more muscle building and recovery happens here wow. during this stage of sleep than anywhere else throughout your day. It doesn't matter if you're taking protein shakes. doesn't matter if you're drinking all the waters. Like, this is the most recovery you're going to get is from this sleep. 
and that's three. in stage three. Stage three. So is stage three um, the REM the REM cycle? That's where REM cycles are hitting. Yep. Is in yeah, stage yeah. three. Yeah, rapid so eye REM movement. is so this is yeah, where dreams are happening. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, I have an interesting. Uh, I don't know. It's not really a question. It's an interesting observation that I've been making. So <clears> I've been reading this book. Um, do you mind if I share this? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. I. It's a free um, ball game. So I've been. <laughs> I'm just playing ball here in the stadium. Here we go. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, so I've been reading this book. It's called The Operator. Um, I'm almost done with it, but it's about Navy SEALs. It's specifically. It was written by the guy who um, allegedly, you know, took down Osama bin Laden. He well, he killed Osama bin Laden. Um, so in that book, he uh, he talks a lot about and details a lot of situations where they're talking about like no sleep. They the seals, I mean, part of their training is to be able to function on so little sleep um, that they can. I mean, they can do almost anything, just like pure mu- like muscle memory, which I find amazing. Um, mm-hmm. It's incredible to to hear that. But the flip side of that, a lot of times at least in the reading that I've done, it's like short spurts, even if, you know, even if they might be awake for even a full day or two at a time, they still, when the mission's over and they're able to get back to base, they sleep for like 25 hours. Um, So like there's still that recovery period, Mm -hmm. which, so I have an interesting perspective on this too. Um, I've talked a little bit about my past at a former employer where I was working a ton, experiencing a lot of burnout. And so my experience with this was it was a super busy summer and it was like two months straight of working, I would say minimum 60 hours a week. Uh, There was one week in particular where where it kind of came to a head. I wasn't sleeping very much, going to bed at like one or two in the morning, having to be at work at like six or seven in the morning, the following, like the same morning. Mm -hmm. Um, I started having like really bad hallucinations and um, just in general, like my mental, my headspace was not healthy. Um, I was having terrible like night terrors. Um, And so from I I, I've seen kind of like the extended sleep deprivation along, like combined with being in a stressful environment, Mm -hmm. you're not, you're not taking care of yourself. You're, you know, not doing anything except I was sleeping and working essentially. Um, and it was in a stressful work environment. So, um, I think it's interesting to, to read about these seals who train for sleep deprivation, but at the same time, you know, and it's that muscle memory, but then when the mission's over, they still sleep for 25, 30 hours and it's, you know what I mean? So it's so so, important to get that rest. It, It is. There's no getting away from it. There's no splitting hairs on it. Like, yeah. That's the one thing that I think most research agrees on is you need sleep. It comes down to like how much sleep for which age group, what kind of sleep. And like, that's pretty well established even then. So yeah, yeah. like if in your situation where you're constantly sleep deprived four hours a night, like that's fucking crazy. That's insane. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah. And you add like stress on top of that and stress makes everything worse. So you... I'm sure you went back to normal. Yeah. I, I'm, when I start, when I was hitting my stride, um, I was going to bed at seven forty-five, eight o'clock, waking up at four fifteen or four thirty. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was 
consistent like eight hours of sleep. And there's there's been a lot of studies, especially in the last, I would say, two to three years, basically saying that if you're sleeping less than seven hours on a consistent basis, you're causing, you know, degeneration in your brain and your muscles. Um, Mm -hmm. And because there for a long time, it was, well, adults can get six to eight hours and be okay. And now they're, I mean, and I guess it depends on what your goals are, but like, if you're an athlete, if you want to be a high achiever in whatever you're doing, like sleep is so important. Um, but the, Mm -hmm. I think you touched on it a little bit earlier. The societal expectation is like that rise and grind. Like if you're not always working, then like Mm -hmm. someone else is working harder than you and you're sleeping or whatever. Right. So it's kind of an interesting, uh, like what's best for your health. And like, yeah, what might you get done if you're sleeping, you know, four to five hours a night? But anyway, that was a little bit Mm -hmm. of a rabbit hole, but yeah, no, we're actually going to go more rabbit hole into that in a minute. But yeah, it's, it's the societal pressure of that is kind of wild and it's real. And the fact that you can't really get away from it, like everybody's pressuring you, like you go on Instagram, look at entrepreneurs and they're like, you have to work a hundred hours a week. Like, have you, do you work on Christmas? Do you work on these holidays? And when you aren't earning, you're not going to, you don't want it bad enough. Someone's working on them. Yeah. You don't want it bad enough. It's like, damn dude, you're, (laughs) yeah, you're right. I don't (laughs) want it bad enough. (laughs) You know, like at at some point there's a stopping point for sure. Or like, I'm just going to say no. Um, So I think I have one more benefit. Oh yeah. Tell me. Um, And this is quite irrelevant from the path that we got on now, but um, it goes off of, building muscle, um, enhancing recovery. Um, so I talked about, uh, the blood supply increasing to the muscles because our muscles or our vessels can dilate, which brings more blood. Um, so if you, that happens in stage three, a restful sleep is when that relaxation mm-hmm. happens. Um, so if you're not getting that stage three sleep, then a big problem with right now with a lot of people is heart yes. disease. Um, so you're a much higher risk just from not getting that stage three sleep. Um, so like I said, more blood flow happens when that sleep cycle, yep. if we rarely reach stage three for a sustained amount of time, then our vessels just become chronically constricted, inflamed, and we experience uh, poor circula- uh, circulation, which means heart disease, whether it's a heart attack or a cerebral vascular attack, which could be a pulmonary embolism or a, a stroke. Or you just have poor venous return, which means you have a lot of edema and pooling in, in your legs and things like this. Or a, a DVT, deep vein thrombosis, which if it's a blood clot. So if that breaks apart, then that leads to a heart attack or something. Um, and that's just like such a simple thing just to get good yeah. restful sleep. And if you're not getting this sleep, then it just compounds because, well, then we have poor diet, poor exercise, poor lifestyle stress like these are things that are all gonna contribute to so, heart yeah, disease but what's the what's the low-hanging fruit yeah and what's the low-hanging fruit of all that is probably sleep mm-hmm. i would say you know because nutrition can be tough there's money there diet exercise exercise could be tough you know just because maybe some people don't want to work out or don't have good resources to work out so everybody can sleep though hopefully yeah and i think there's a difference between quality sleep and just sleeping yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure um so bringing it back a little bit to we were talking about like societal expectations um yeah you know like early bird gets the worm rising grind 
So you've in the past told me that you are a snoozer. What is mm-hmm. that? And like, how does that fit into like the, the societal expectations that we're current, currently experiencing? Yeah, uh, I'm a snoozer. Always really have been forever. Even when I had to get up for 530 uh, coaching classes and um, I would always set it a little bit earlier and hear my alarm go off and hit that snooze and go back to sleep for another mm-hmm. eight minutes. And then I would always wake up 15 to 20 minutes after my initial alarm yeah. goes off. And I, I adapted to that by setting it a little bit earlier on purpose to accommodate this procrastination. Um, and it, it does, it tends to frustrate me because like we said, I mean, what if I did just get up right then, go straight to brush my teeth and like get my cycle going. So I have that extra, I don't know, even 20 minutes of slow downtime in the morning to sit and eat mm-hmm. breakfast, uh, I think can be huge just for the stress yeah. level. Um, see, I'm, I've always been a snoozer and I'm still a snoozer today. I mean, just this morning, I, man, I didn't, I like <laughs> last night I was trying to sleep and it was like 11 mm-hmm. and I'm just, I have a bad habit of looking at my phone and watching YouTube videos <laughs> before bed anyway. And I actually watched this thing called ASMR, which is, you know, who Bob Ross yeah. is. Bob Ross was basically the initial ASMR guy, but we didn't know it was called this back then. And basically what this is, is like, it's a deep relaxation from hearing or seeing somebody do tasks. Like him painting and talking and whatever. So him painting. Yeah. And talking and, nice so let's gonna do a little couple yeah. clouds and maybe this cloud has a nice tree for he him. lives right over here and it's like yeah it don't matter <laughs> yeah. do what you want to do <laughs> this world is whatever you want it to be yeah it's a happy <laughs> i feel like michael jackson now it's yeah good. yeah morphed a little uh, bit but anyway it's like very it's like super soft just relaxing things so i watch that every night before bed mm-hmm. but sometimes you know it just doesn't put me to sleep so last night like I'm up like until like 11, 1130. And immediately I remember I realized something about school. I was like, oh, my God, I owe I'm going to owe all this money for my next clinical rotation. I completely forgot yeah. about and like, boom, I'm awake. I have anxiety. I'm not asleep until 1231 yeah. o'clock. My alarm goes off at seven. I snooze it until 745 Whoa. and I get up and, and go. So like, yeah, it's I've always done that. I've always snoozed. Um, it's just a habit. It's become a but habit. But it ties back into like you didn't get to sleep until, you know, one thirty sure. or 2. That's sure. You know, that's not enough. So your, yeah. you gotta go. your desire to sleep more is warranted. But, um, you know, taking steps to to go to bed earlier. I know for me, like when I can't sleep, I got this. I have this special playlist. So like you have your ASMR with. Bob Ross. I have uh <laughs> I have special sleepy time music that is oh, yeah. um it's like floating through space. Um it's the album is the album's called Cryo Sleep Dreams. And wow. it's I'll have to send it to you. You'll take a listen to it. I okay. I haven't listened to Do it. Do you listen to it with headphones? No, I just like let it play and put it on a timer. Hmm. Um and it works like nice. magic. I literally for mo- I haven't listened to it as much lately because I kind of keep it in my back pocket if I can't sleep. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I mean, it literally, I kind of go into this trance and I feel like I'm floating in space. And then the next thing you know, I'm asleep. So 
Um, yeah, I'll send that to you. It's it's brilliant stuff. Yeah. But um, okay. It's such a battle there, isn't it? Like between getting up early just because like I have to get up now and do my shit. But what if something happens the night before where I lose a lot of sleep? It's such a battle because mm-hmm. you have to get up at the same time. You know you didn't get right. enough sleep. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I guess that's where a good sleepy time routine yes. comes in. Oh, yeah. I know like right now, Connor and I, our sleepy time routine starts – Oh, I don't know, like seven fifteen, seven thirty, and we're we're normally mm-hmm. we're normally in bed, like going to sleep by eight thirty or earlier. <laughs> um, you're behind on your sleepy time routine well, right now. That's because you're important. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so there's some stuff that we can do to like some mentalities that we can adopt that'll help. Mm. And battling, you know, the snooze, the snoozer mentality. Um, the, I don't know much about this, but I know you were pretty psyched to talk about it. Um, what is the Mamba mentality? Tell me about it. Oh, jeez. Okay. This, uh, the Mamba mentality, as this is kind of going back to what I just said, is like there's such a battle between getting enough good sleep and also waking up early to attack the yes. day so obviously getting up early we've we've established it adds hours to your days you can get more done when you consciously wake up and put that time in but the battle is also if you want to achieve something then you have to get proper sleep mm-hmm. in order to put that conscious effort in yep to what you do in the morning so the mama mentality uh, Kobe Bryant, the his nickname was the Black Mamba. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Black Mamba is an aggressive, venomous snake <laughs> that pretty much doesn't hesitate to attack when it sees the opportunity. Yep. Um, and that's exactly why he got his nickname. He attacked life and challenges like a Black Mamba, and he loved what he did. And that's what it, you always heard him say: "Is like you have to love what you do, or else it's not going to work. You're not going to enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to put like true organic effort." into your into what you're doing if you don't love Mm -hmm. it um so what he loved was among other things was basketball um obviously he was in the nba he's one of the best players of all time and he's told stories um uh about how he made so much progress and it was because of practice and it was the the frequency and volume of practice specifically Mm -hmm. so waking up at 4.30 a.m., work on skills from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m., go home, eat breakfast, watch some cartoons, back to the gym, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., go get lunch, take a nap, lift weights from 1.30 to 3 p.m., you know, grab mm-hmm. dinner, talk with friends or family, hit the gym for more skills, 7 to 9 p.m., grab a snack, go to bed. And just the simple act of doing that, waking up earlier, putting in those two to four extra hours yep. in the morning, and then at night, you know, four or five years down the road, he's miles ahead of the competition. So it's moving that little yeah. needle just a little bit every day. You're miles ahead. And, you know, this is the sacrifice you take if you want to be on his level. And he was in the spotlight of society playing sure. this game. He was one of the most, you know, achieved players of all time, one of the most loved players of all time. He had a 20-year mm-hmm. career. He It was because of this, this mentality of, you have to put in more work, more conscious effort, and you have to yeah. love it. 
you know, he dropped, he dropped 55 points on Michael Jordan and it was, it was nothing to him. He was up two Oh in the NBA finals and he wasn't pleased about it at all. Cause the job wasn't done. Right. He was a part of a team that won three state championships and then later two straight championships. Mm-hmm. And he dropped 60 points in his final game ever. And I don't know. So I guess that mama mentality is putting those extra hours, loving what you do. Yeah. Um, because that's how you're going to put the real organic effort towards it. But then that is such a battle because if if you're not getting that good rest before, like that practical rest, then, yeah, putting in that effort becomes really hard. And, like, one story that I put down here about Kobe, because Kobe obviously just passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, <laughs> this is a funny story. I've been pretty – it was pretty sad when he died, man. That was a big yeah. deal. Uh, to a lot of people in the basketball world, it was like shocking. Noah, nobody of that caliber has died so suddenly. It was like JFK. It was similar. Yeah. Princess Diana, like just a huge name that died. And so this story that I, I read up that's one of his former teammates said is after playing a game against Portland, they got blown out and he went to his team's locker room and he took all of their shoes and he threw them out. Mm. He said, you're too soft to wear these. And all the shoes he threw out were his signature Kobe Mm. shoe from Nike. (laughs) (laughs) So you're too soft to wear this. Wow. So that was his mindset was, you know, he worked harder than anyone and everyone and he knew it. And you either rose to his level and succeeded or you got left behind. And the thing about it too later was as he seemed like a huge asshole, like when he did that, like big dick move, (laughs) you're too soft to wear this. But dude, you want to get someone's attention. He got results. Right. And like he was, but he was the nicest guy too. Like after all said and done, he, we always saw him. I followed the NBA super close. So that's why I have these stories, I guess, perspectives. Um, he shared all of his knowledge with everybody. Um, like younger players, he shared everything he had. So that's the mama mentality. And, I uh, love it. I think it yeah. balances it. Cause it, again, it comes back to prioritizing, you know, you have to prioritize things and Mm -hmm. with the, you know, we talk about the grind and the whatever it's that generalized term that everybody uses, but the grind is especially for all the warriors out there. It's waking up early, you know, it's waking up early, getting ready for work, going to work. And a lot of people that listen to this podcast probably put in more work than other people because we're trying to achieve something. So whether it's mm-hmm. in the gym, whether it's a side hustle, whether it's, you know, taking time to connect with your family and building that, you know, dynamic outside of, all yeah. of you know, all of that, you know, leading, doing things that are going to make you happy and lead to a fulfilled life. You do have like, it all starts with the base. You can't build something with a weak foundation. And yeah, if you're sleep deprived and, you're always on edge and you're testy. You're not going to build those relationships. You're not going to build connections and you're not going to achieve, like you're just not going to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Your body's going to break down if you're, you know what I mean? If you're not taking care of it. So, Mm -hmm. um, it does all come back to, and I'm sure I, I didn't follow the NBA. I've never really followed the NBA, but I'm sure Mm -hmm. Kobe and all the other superstars out there, they take care of their bodies like nobody else does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. and I mean, LeBron James drops over like 1.2 to 1.5 million just in his body and recovery. Yeah. 
per yep. year. And I mean, <laughs> he's the best to ever do it at this point, you know? So it's like, yeah, that's, but on a, on a, on a weekly warrior level, the people who are out there yeah. are like really grinding to, you know, make ends meet or drop those extra pounds or whatever. You got to find that motivation within you. And even if mm-hmm. like for real, for real, if you don't want to wake up at four thirty in the morning to, to go to the gym or whatever your goal is like, then you don't want it bad enough. That's, and that's from my personal experience. I came mm-hmm. to a point where, I had to stop making excuses about it because I didn't want it bad enough at a certain, I I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't do the things necessary to achieve what I was talking about. So it was just a conversation. Mm -hmm. It was complaining. It was a mindset that, you know, now would drive me crazy. So we as weekly warriors, we have to put in the work and we have to decide what's important and take, Mm -hmm. take care of ourselves to achieve that. Um, yeah. So if that's getting more sleep, then you need to do it. If it's leaving an hour early from work to go home and spend time with your wife or your kids or your, you know, who, like whoever your loved ones and do that. So I think there's a lot to be taken from it. Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, man, yeah. The waking up, if you don't want, if you don't want to wake up that early, then you don't really want it bad enough. That's, uh, that's true because, I mean, think about waking up is that early, especially. Mm-hmm. It's one of the hardest things you can do in the moment when you're not used to yeah. it. Yeah, and I think that everyone it's, everyone it's... has a different schedule. Like, some people don't like working mm-hmm. out in the morning. Some, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you, if you can build your schedule around where your strengths are at, so if you're more suited to work out in the afternoon, then great. Mm-hmm. But, um, you, I mean, you make it – you fit it in where you can. And I think the point of this, the weight, like the, the point that this is your Achilles heel is waking up early. And this is a lot of people's Achilles heel too. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's again in the morning at 5am, no one's going to bother you. That's why, you know, Kobe's up, he's up going to the gym to shoot hoops for two hours and work on his skills because no one's going to bother him at that point. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, so let's do, I think we can go into uh, like suggestions, maybe ideas that we can put out there on how to wake up earlier. If you want to, yeah. you know, just get on this schedule of switching it up and getting up early and then doing these things. Yeah. Is, so that's before, man, going through college. God, that was awful. <laughs> I'd wake up at like 11. I'd be like, oh, yeah. I went before noon today. Right, exactly. And like Zach, Zach would come up like fucking eyes were still shut. It's like noon 30. Yep. He's like, what's up? I'm like, oh, this <laughs> fucking, this is, this is the worst. Um, so that's where I was in college. That was seven, eight years ago. And I didn't start getting up until a year, you know, at 4.30 till about a year after college. And mm-hmm. the one thing that, like mindset, the deeper mindset part of it is I had that calling to go coach. It's like, yeah. that's what got me up in the morning. It didn't matter if it was at four thirty, five thirty, six thirty, seven thirty. Like I love to coach yep. at that time. So I'm going to get up for it. Yeah. So I get, I personally get up for the things that I know I need to do. For sure. Um, and coaching at that time was one. So my advice would be to try to search for that calling. Um, like what gets you up in the morning? Is it a job or is it something that you're creating for yourself? Mm-hmm. 
that's the mindset I think you need to adapt is to keep reminding yourself that too. Cause that's tough. Write it out somewhere and put it on your wall and like do something to keep reminding. Cause it's easy to forget sometimes yeah. I would always forget my goals after two weeks for lifting or something. I would just forget. So I started writing them down and putting them on my wall so I can always see yep. them. Um, so that would be my first, uh, first suggestion, I guess, is try to search for that calling. Even if it's not a job, it could be just like a hobby or fucking you want to get up early and, and make a stool or a chair, <laughs> then let's, let's get it. Let's attack yeah, it. My dad's thing, when he was working in the corporate world, he would always be up at five. You know, he, I'd, I'd come down, he'd be out where he had been working in the garage on a project on one of the cars for like two hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just just a fucking big dick energy move. (laughs) Like that's what society, that's like, that's a dad, like fuck. And he's working all day long. Societal pressure comes. Yeah. That's where society comes in. It's like, man, that's a show of strength. Yeah. But then like the joke of it is, (laughs) is like, you're like a dad or whatever, whoever gets up early. doesn't matter. (laughs) Specifically a dad. This, this one does matter. It's a dad that gets up early and like you come down at six or seven and he's like, Oh, you're finally yeah. okay. <laughs> but then like then like noon comes around and he sits in his chair and reads a paper and like falls asleep yep. in five minutes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so what the hell? Um, but a more practical application, I guess, to waking up early. This is what I did when I first started getting up to coach was uh, I put my phone across the room because that was my Ooh, alarm. Yeah. 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 A, I, I couldn't check it. I couldn't look at it before I go to sleep. Um, and B, when it did ring in the morning, I had to get out of my bed, whip out the covers, go grab it. By that time, I'm out of bed. Um, so I think that's the cheapest and easiest way. If like you are addicted to your phone, then I would just put it out of the room and get a separate alarm yeah. and put that across get the room. a real like, this alarm clock. Yeah, dude, this is potent because A, think about the events. Now your phone's not in the room. You have an alarm set up across the room, so you have to go get up when it goes off, hit the alarm. If you're addicted to your phone, you're probably going to be like, all right, well, let's leave the room now. Go get my phone. Got to check my phone. You're probably just going to – yeah, you're probably just – yeah, you might check it, whatever. But you're out of bed, so that's a huge step, and you're probably just going to go do your bathroom stuff at that point. Brush your teeth, take care of your business, whatever you want to do. Like, boom, that's potent. Um, and super practical. That's how I started to get up early and I've since abandoned that, but it really, really helped. Yeah, for sure. Love it. Mm -hmm. I Um, love it. Go ahead. Okay. I have one more. Okay. Tell me. Okay. Uh, my third approach would be to plan something special for the morning. So plan a special breakfast, a little brekkie time, Mm -hmm. maybe, uh, some breakfast burritos, a nice coffee and, or water and, uh, put your morning breakfast spot like at a table or a counter, or a bar, like maybe by a window or somewhere you can look out where it's bright yeah. and positive. Or it might be dark when you wake up. So just either <laughs> way, somewhere by a window, you know, where it can you can look outside at yeah. least. Just get a different, give yourself a nice view, I guess. And maybe you want to look at your partner, so that's a nice view too. Like I would I'll look at Jess in the morning. I guess it's like uh, she's up. a little bit of morning weird? meditation. No, not at all. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so let's make it positive. Plan that special breakfast, you know. Don't just wake up and be like, oh, okay, cereal again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, buy a new type of oats. Maybe try overnight oat recipes or buy a nice, nice, some nice thick-cut bacon. Make it an occasion and, uh, to get excited about. 
Yeah, exactly. So for me, like no, right now, yeah, I just got Kill Cliff Ignite, which like I'm super pumped to get up and take and drink that mm-hmm. so I can go to the gym. Uh, like yeah. I was so I just got it yeah. like two days ago. So this morning I was really excited to get up and be like, oh, yeah, Kill Cliff Ignite. And Connor's like, oh, my God, I can't do this right now. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it great? Like to have that just simple little thing in the morning, be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> or like you have like in uh, in middle school or what, high school, like you would get a new set of clothes or a new pair of shoes. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, yeah. Can't, like can't wait to show like, this shit off. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember one time I had like fucking new Skechers and I couldn't sleep the night before because I was so excited. To wow. Play. Hell yeah. yeah. Were they were they light ups? No, oh, dude, they were pieces of shit, but I was just excited to wear them. They were good shoes. I don't think they were light up. Oh, man. I wore them like, you know what? Yeah. But yeah, make an occasion. Have a Kill Cliff. Have a something. Have a breakfast oh. burrito. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bonus tip. Bonus tip. This is probably the most powerful thing you can do. Yeah. For many reasons. Yeah. Is adopt a dog. Dude. Yes. Yeah, because so, that dog is going to need to go potty for the reasons, and he'll be he'll be up before. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. for the reasons beyond all of the amazing deep things about having a dog. Oh, yeah. They'll they you got a best friend. They'll get you up in the mornings because they got to go. Yeah, they got to right. go take a whiz. They got to go wee. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they'll bark in the middle of the night. Yeah, and they'll let you know when stuff is there when it's not, and they'll uh, <laughs> get you up in the morning. And he's, they're going to love you forever, and. uh so that's the biggest, uh, best tip I could ever get. Yep. Yeah. Great. Well, Bones, how do you feel about that? I feel like we covered a lot. I want to say one or two things real quick before <sighs> we let everybody go. Um, so today's going to be our last day that people can enter our giveaways on Instagram. Um, can you remind us how we can enter those giveaways and what the giveaways are. You can enter. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so head to our Instagram at weekly warrior podcast. Um, and you can find the most recent post or the post that has, you know, it looks like we're giving away stuff. It has a book and a mug on it. You click on that. You like it. You tag three friends and you follow us super easy. That enters you. You can also go to our iTunes weekly warrior podcast should come right up. Scroll on down, leave us a rating and a review. That also boosts us through iTunes, which is what we really want and will help us get uh, seen a little bit more, which we know we deserve too. Uh, so that's how you enter. Um, what you can win, what we're going to send you for free just for doing that, we're going to pick two random winners. The first warrior box is called the Chug and Read. Mm. And this is, uh, you get a nice custom tall beer stein. Yeah says the weekly warrior podcast on it with a nice Viking. And uh, you also get the book, how to become a modern Viking by Liam yep. Gooding, which is Corey's Bible. I love that book. It's a great book. Okay. That shit changed. Yeah, that it's... shit changed my life. No, no lies. Wow. Yeah. It's cool and stuff. Like I that. know that you guys, you guys book. talked about the book a little bit on the last episode. Um, and I, mm-hmm. like, I'm not even joking. That was the first I, if you want to call it a self-help book, that was the first self-help book I read at the beginning of kind of like my transformation. And man, that really mm-hmm. got me psyched up. Um, so I was super pumped to have the opportunity to give it to somebody else. Um, and I, I can't wait. I hope whoever wins it 
I want them to reach out and like talk to me about it because man, yeah, great, Dude. great stuff. You should a try to we should try to interview Liam, and then you should b maybe oh, interview the person that reads. I'd love the book. to interview Liam. Liam, if some by yeah. some chance you're listening to this, I'm coming for you, baby. <laughs> he follows us on Instagram. He might hear this. Uh, what time? So about forty-seven thirty. We're gonna tell him to go listen to forty-seven thirty this yeah. episode. Okay. Also, the whole episode. So the second box that we're giving away is a uh, custom Weekly Warrior podcast coffee mug, which is nice and cozy and large, and it's mm. really, really hearty. Mm-hmm. And you can put your favorite coffee in it, but we're also throwing in uh, Death Wish coffee. It's Valhalla Java. Yeah. And it's uh, car- ground coffee. I've never actually had it, but Connor put it in smells there. smells delicious. Uh, Con- Connor yeah. likes it, then it, it must be delightful. It's got a picture of Odin on it, who's the all-father. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's badass. Yeah. It's badass so we got, some, we got some really cool stuff locked and loaded in the, uh, the chamber of the old Weekly Warrior gun. So, bang. <laughs> All right, buddy. This was fun. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk next time. Yeah. Peace out. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. We sincerely appreciate you being here with us. And if you would consider sharing the Weekly Warrior with a friend or family member, that'd be pretty great, too. If you haven't already done so, leave us a rating and a short review. Also, check out our Instagram page at Weekly Warrior Podcast for more warrior content. Thanks again for being here with us, and we hope you'll join us next week when we discover the warrior within. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.